Welcome to our podcast. We are New Horizons Christian Fellowship from Starkville, Mississippi. We are about kingdom family, reaching up to the Father, reaching in to each other, and reaching out to the world. We hope you will be strengthened and encouraged by the message. Good morning, New Horizons family. This is for you today. It may go out beyond us, but it's for you. I believe God is wanting to encourage us and challenge us in these days. He's already spoken so much to us. He's shown us from 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound judgment. I know that you're walking in that. We don't have to walk in the fear. We walk in faith. Some fear a viral pandemic, that crisis may be real, and some of you may doubt that it is, but the fear is there. And there's the fear of economic challenges that are going on. Some of that's very real to people that we know. Some are challenged, wondering about their jobs, wondering about how they're going to make it over the next weeks. Listen, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound judgment. He is calling us to be able to walk together to see victory in the midst of these challenges. I hope that you're seeing opportunity, not just challenges. See the opportunity. I want to tell you, we've been swimming in something that we don't really realize that we've, we've been in. I get calls from other people around the, the states and some even from around the world, people asking about, how we're doing, what is God showing us. And I begin to share, and I just it just seems like revelation from the Word just flows out. And I think that some of them are in shock, but I just think we've been swimming in that. that it, it's so encouraging that God has prepared us for this time. Why is fear not a, a factor for us? Because we understand eternity. God has been showing us more of what the eternal realm is about, not just the temporal. He's been waking us up to the eternal realm. And if you want to look more into that, if, if you're not a part of the New Horizons family, just call somebody from New Horizons. They can break this down for you. Out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, that which is seen is temporal. That which is unseen is eternal. And God is opening that up to us. When you see challenges in the temporal realm, ask God to, to lift you up just another step into the heavenly realm so that you can see those challenges in the temporal from the eternal realm. God is empowering us, not with that spirit of fear, but with a power of love and sound judgment. That's what God's called us to in these days. So He's equipping us to get out there and do some battle. I hear people saying that we're under attack. This, you know, the medical profession is on the front line. We've got to protect them like we would uh, and, and, and support them like we would our soldiers in battle. And, and there's some truth to that. As we look and see what's happening in America and across the world, those medical professionals, we want to come around them. I hope you're praying for our medical professionals, not just... Uh, around the world, but actually here in Starkville, that God will sustain them and, and, and strengthen them. When I think about 
what God's doing right now, even in light of things that have happened this past week. You know, this last week we got a shelter-in-place order that was given to us by our governor. And by the way, folks, I'm so tired of people fussing about government. We, we know this, don't we, New Horizon? It says to honor the emperor in the Holman Christian Standard Bible passage that we looked at a couple of weeks ago. Honor all men, and at the end it says honor the emperor. That's a position of government. So much polarization is, is being wiped out right now. Some are still having petty arguments and some important arguments, but I see even in the political sphere that God is waking people up and, and we're seeing that, that we have more in common and we need to be standing together. Don't be one of those that's putting others down. Don't have hatred in your heart. Don't be speaking ugly to other people. God's raising us up to another level. And church, New Horizons Christian family, I hope that you're seeing that happen with those that you have some kind of influence. Shelter in place is uh, it's happening, and you may be finding yourself 24-7 with your family thinking that everything was okay before, but now some of the inconsistencies maybe in our lives are coming up. I, I hope that you're speaking to each other nicely. Would you prefer one another? If somebody else in your family is having a, a hard time, maybe, you know, so many people are struggling with depression and, and discouragement. Don't, don't let that uh, rob you of the opportunity to be able to minister into that. Speak nicely to one another. I would say to our youth, we are, we are getting our interns and our youth leaders, they're mobilizing on, the, on social media. I can't even use all the terms they, they say. They're doing Zoom and TikTok and I don't know, so many of these different things that they're doing to reach out to you. I'm encouraging them to encourage you, young people, to speak nicely to your parents. Check on them. Say, how can I help you? How can I serve you? God is wanting families to, to come together. And uh, the polarization that we've known in the past now is an opportunity for us to come together. Shelter in place. If you would turn to Nehemiah. We know the book of Nehemiah. We've looked at it before. I've been studying it since 1981. It's one of my favorite Bible uh, books. But in in Nehemiah, we find Nehemiah has gone back to his hometown to see the walls rebuilt there. And I believe Nehemiah is like a foreshadowing of who Jesus is to the body of Christ today. I believe what Nehemiah did then, Jesus is saying to us today. And it's interesting, as I was looking at Nehemiah uh, chapter 4, you know, they're in the process of rebuilding the wall. That's an important word. In the midst of the attack, recognize that God is calling us to rebuild something. We're to rebuild and restore. Rebuild and restore. In chapter 4, we find that Nehemiah, in the midst of that, he said, chapter 4, verse 22, see what this sounds like. At that time, I, Nehemiah, also said to the people, 
let everyone and his servant spend the night inside Jerusalem. Y'all, that sounds like shelter in place to me. And it's interesting when I look at that whole chapter there, I see rebuild the wall. I see restore what should have been there and restore in right relationships. So would you just look at the, the, the chapter 4 with me and, and let's look at some of that. In chapter, chapter 4, verse 1, it says, When Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became furious. He mocked the Jews. So Nehemiah has already gone back and surveyed the walls and they have started the process of rebuilding. And this guy, it's actually several of them, Sam, Sambalat, Tobiah and Geshem came in attacking the, the, the work that Nehemiah was calling the people to do. And Sanballat got really frustrated. He got furious and he mocked the people. Verse 2 says, he asked this question, what, what are these, what are these uh, pathetic Jews doing? Can they restore it by themselves? Rebuilding and restoring. Those things were happening in chapter 4. I want you to jump down to verse 9. There was a test that was going on. We'll back back up in just a second. But verse 9, uh, Nehemiah says to them, Don't be afraid of them. Remember the great and awesome, awe-inspiring Lord and fight for your countrymen, your sons and daughters, your wives and homes. Remember your awe-inspiring Lord. That should bring security to all of us. Remembering the Lord. If you back up to verse 9, when all of these plots were coming against Nehemiah and the people of Jerusalem, it says in verse 9, So we prayed to our God and stationed a guard because of them day and night. Nehemiah remembered the Lord and he prayed and he called out to God. Are you doing that? I think you are. I think we're all doing it together. Praying means remembering the Lord. Look at verse 13. It says, So I stationed people behind the lowest sections of the wall and the vulnerable areas. I stationed them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. So Nehemiah had a position of authority. And when he spoke, the people respected his authority. There's a respect of authority and there's a respect within the families, a respect within the lives of those that are in Jerusalem. And they did what Nehemiah said. It's interesting that Nehemiah actually placed them by families around the wall of Jerusalem. I see that Jesus is doing that today. If I look at congregations, even here in Starkville, I can see that different fellowships are arising up and, and, and taking our strategic part around the walls of the city of Starkville. I want to encourage you to envision that. Look at those of different local fellowships. Encourage them in what they're doing in this time of war, this time of attack, whether it's the viral or the economic challenge pandemic see what the body of Christ is doing. Jesus is setting local fellowships strategically around our city 
and we're learning how to work together. We're becoming one. That polarization is fading away as we have a common enemy. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle, Paul says in Ephesians 6. And when the body of Christ comes together in unity, lifting up Jesus, we will see incredible things happen. That power, that love, and yes, that sound judgment. So, we're to respect those in authority. We respect each other. And we are, in the midst of that, finding right relationships. Are you finding right relationships in your home? Can you, as a family, take your place within our local fellowship? Can each individual in your family find their strategic place as you stand against a common enemy? Value one another. We see greater unity, not in conformity and everybody being the same, but in the diversity that we have in our individual families and in the body of Christ in our local fellowship and in the body of Christ in our city. And I believe that God's raising up a model, not just for Starkville, but for other places. Some people have actually been calling me from other cities saying, we want to do some of the things that y'all are doing. So, as you are walking in right relationships, try to keep uh, open, uh, open uh, discussion between you. Uh, if somebody's offended, y'all push the pause button on your feelings and minister to the hurt and the, the struggle of the other person. Listen to one another. Walk together. All of that prepares us Walking in right relationship prepares us to be ready. And I want to read this passage here. This is powerful. This is when Paul, uh, when uh, Nehemiah actually uh, gives that shelter in place statement. It's, it's in the midst of this, starting in verse 15 and reading all the way through to the end of chapter 4. When our enemies heard that we knew their scheme and that God had frustrated it, every one of us returned to his own work on the wall. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half, half held spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers supported all of the people of Judah who were rebuilding the wall. The laborers who carried the loads worked with one hand and held a weapon with the other. Each of the builders had his sword strapped around his waist while he was building, and the trumpeter was beside me. Then I said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, the work is enormous and spread out, and we are separated far from one another along the wall. That sounds a bit like being sheltered in from those that you might be thinking that you should be working right beside. They were scattered down that wall. And he says in verse 20, wherever you hear the trumpet sound, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. So we continued the work while half of the men were holding spears from daybreak until the stars came out. And here's our shelter in place statement. At that time, I also said to the people, let everyone and his servants spend the night inside of Jerusalem so that they can stand guard by night and work by day. 
And I, my brothers, my men, and the guards with me never took our clothes, took, took off our clothes. That doesn't sound like what we're supposed to be doing today. But it does, the next phrase does, each carried his weapon even when washing. They were sheltered in place and they were ready in the midst of, shepherd, uh, uh, of being sheltered in place. They were ready. They were ready as they rebuilt the wall, restored the wall, walked in right relationships, as they respected authority and respected each other. They, they became, they, they walked in those right relationships and they were ready for battle. Are you ready for battle? I think you are. I think you are. Now there's a special word I think that I'd like to call us to in, in, in that passage. And this is a special word for New Horizons Christian Fellowship. What's our place in the wall? You know, I can look around at the different fellowships. Some have these different resources and these different talented people and these, and they're strategically spaced around the city. Uh, but whenever I'm in meetings, y'all, there's over a hundred churches that have come together. Five pastors rep representing networks came and met with the mayor of our city. And we approached her and, and, and said, would you set up a hotline for our city that the body of Christ here in Starkville could show the love of Jesus to those that call in that are in need? Y'all, I want to tell you, she responded so quickly in that meeting. She got the IT guy on the phone and set up that hotline. And it's been operational since last Friday. This week, on Monday... There were 20 requests that came in, and Monday happened to be New Horizons' uh, job. We got some of the Youth with the Mission uh, young lady warriors, and they made phone calls back into that. And, y'all, we serviced 20 requests that came through that hotline. When I looked at those different pastors as we sat around that table, I, I saw the strength of what God was doing across denominations, across races. We were joining together and the church was becoming what we were supposed to be doing in our community. And that's serving our community, community, showing the love of Jesus in a tangible way. I began to ask the question, Lord, what's our place? What is our place at New Horizons? And as we met as elders last night, uh, one of the elders began to talk about the military setup that he'd experienced a few years back before he was deployed and they had, had had one of these, I guess, war game kind of thing where they were set up to defend uh, a, a, a segment of their, their people. It was like they had a perimeter or a wall around them, a defensive wall. And he said, as, as we were talking last night, uh, he said, said this, that this uh, wall had all kinds of defenses. There was a point of entry defense that checked people at the gates. There were high towers that looked down to see, and they had cameras and visual uh, devices that people sitting behind computers could look in and see. They had canine teams that were going around, that were going around the perimeter. And they had people that were mobilized defensively and offensively around the perimeter of that group. And, and, and I was going, this is awesome. But where are you going with this? And he said, 
what we came to realize, all of those were very important, but one that we didn't see very often was the resupply team. The resupply team. Because in the defense and, and in the offense that God is building around our city, perhaps New Horizons, a part of what our responsibility is, is to resupply those strategic families that are around the city. We're to come behind them and encourage them. And, and yes, it says in, in uh, just, let's just look at this in verse uh, 17. It says, the laborers who carried the load. That's, that's New Horizons. We're carrying the load out to those that are rebuilding the wall and restoring the wall and, and being defensive and offensive all together. We're carrying a load out to them. We're resupplying them. As we do that, that we also are ready for battle. We carry a trowel in one hand and, and a sword in the other. And everybody had a sword at their side ready for battle. When you think about your role in this day, look at those that are strategically placed around our city and say, how can I resupply them? It may not be one that people actually recognize. You can readily see the person in the tower or the point of entry or the ones that have got the dogs. Those are very strategic people, but y'all, if we don't resupply each one of those places, we won't last very long. So New Horizons Christian Family, I want to encourage you. Find ways that you can resupply those around you. Resupply those in your family. Come around them when they're in the need. Resupply those in our broader New Horizons family. Would you call each other, check on one another? This is relationship in this time. While we're sheltered in, we need to be resupplying each other. Not just praying for each other, but use whatever social media tools you've got to reach out and encourage and strengthen one another. There's one other thing that I see in Nehemiah chapter 4, and it's, it's in verse 20. Uh, Nehemiah says, whenever you, see the, whenever you hear the trumpet sound, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. Y'all, whenever there's a battle that's hitting this city, we in the body of Christ, all of us, should, we should hear the, that clear trumpet call that says the enemy is attacking over here. And we should be ready, rally to that trumpet, and let's defeat the enemy together. I believe in this time of sheltering in place, we can actually still do that. Y'all, we've, um, uh, we've got some of the co-ops that we've set up with uh, different businesses so that different churches can make orders for food. And I think it's going to expand out to other things. And those, those for example, one place is bringing produce, uh, fresh vegetables and fruits, and they're bringing those to individual churches after a, a point person at the church makes an order and, and, and they come people that make an order through that point person one time a week they meet at their church location staying six feet apart they pay for what they've ordered and, and the church distributes that to those people 
you know, that, that's becoming a model that we're going to be doing in other places. Other cities are asking us to help them do that. Everything we're doing, we're trying to put it in a very simplistic form with simple templates. What God is, here's what I'm trying to say, what God is doing here in your home, in your personal life with you in relationship with Him and with your family, and some of you are by yourself. Some, one message I had was how to survive your family in a time of, of pandemic shutdown. Someone said, you better do one. Said, how, how do you survive alone in your house in a time of pandemic shutdown? Some of you by yourself. You're not truly by yourself because the Lord is there with you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But God is, is setting us up and the model that he's letting us pioneer right now here in this city is like a Nehemiah connection that is going to be duplicated in other places. We're going to show the rest of Mississippi how the body of Christ can come together. How we can take a challenge and make it an opportunity for the expansion of God's kingdom. Did you get mad when they said shelter in place? Were you concerned about that happening? Did you just go, it makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. Rrr. All of those R's we just looked at. Let that turn into a rally, rallying roar from the body of Christ that defeats the, in the spiritual battle around us that we see Jesus lifted up and God's people called together in the body of Christ ministering to the very real needs of those around us. That's your mission, should you choose to accept it. <laughs> I'm not going to blow it up. I'm hoping that the service will begin right now. God bless you. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes. If you would like to learn more about New Horizons Christian Fellowship, then please visit the links in the description to learn more. Thank you for listening, and remember, the service begins now.